Ted Bundy, uh, part of the Bacon fam, um, and hopefully he's not part of your family. Yeah, we all have a Ted Bundy in our family. You know, we just don't talk about it. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Baking Notes Podcast. Thankfully, it is the Faking... Wait, what are we calling this? Uh, It's just like Faking Thanks, Fake Thanksgiving. Happy Fakesgiving, everybody. Fakesgiving. Today's episode, it's kind of fun. We go through the list of all of our guests and just give our Talk shit about them. And we just... Just absolutely, he's like slaughter them, tear them apart, air grievances. Mm -hmm. They didn't, they didn't Mm -hmm. like my recent tweet. John, where's my ten dollars, bro? We've been, I've been talking about this. (laughs) Where where my money at? Where money? We get to revisit all of our guests, all of our uh, official and unofficial members of the faking fam, to kind of come together and have our own little bit of Thanksgiving and, and gratefulness together. We know a lot of you are stuck, unable to see family or limited family, or, you know, have had to stick out days in quarantine in order to make this happen. But we wanted to really just speak to our faking fam and about all the things we've learned from them, about all the things we've learned from them since having them on the episode and mm-hmm. looking forward to our relationship and the growth of our family for many years to come. I enjoyed it because I'm learning that the only way to really fight depression and find happiness is to really be grateful. And it's not just on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's like the Super Bowl of being grateful, but I think that <laughs> it's true. Everybody like throws all their money. <clears throat> they're watching football. They're 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 eating their their stuff in their faces till they wanna explode. But I think part of it also is understanding that being grateful even in dark times is a really 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 important asset to keep you moving forward because we as humans are no stranger to difficult times okay and we have to learn to to continue to adapt and learn so that's what this is all about thanks again to all our listeners i mean you're Mm -hmm. a key part of the faking fam we don't have a big enough table to sit you all at (laughs) Or and there's no food budget. <laughs> At least you can enjoy. Um, we'll pass around some words uh, for you all. Some cranberry uh, sauce of encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> some stuffing of jokes. Yeah, oh yeah, give me some joke stuffing, some bro. Joke stuffing, pass that over here. I got enjoy some enjoy this list, and you know, feel free to go back and check out some of their episodes. There's a lot of like golden nuggets throughout all of our guests. We're so grateful to know them. I'm happy that they're part of our faking fam. And we're happy you're part of our faking fam. And so, you know, sit back, enjoy, pull up a can of cranberry sauce and listen to the pod. I love cranberry sauce, man. No, I love it. It's only from the can. Like, that's the only. It's only from the can. Dude. It's the can. only way to do it. Sweet potato, sweet potato. If it doesn't have the rings from the can, it's not cranberry sauce. Oh, that's not cranberry sauce. Speaking of real estate, let's yeah. talk about. A faking fam. So first off, thank you for listening. Because they live in the, the real estate that we build on the internet. Each one of these episodes is like a little house. So welcome to our home. <laughs> welcome to our home. Welcome uh, home. Welcome home, faking fam. Welcome home. 
Well, you're house hacking with us in our faking family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're paying the mortgage, and uh, <laughs> we're reaping I, the rewards. I'm living here, we're living here for free. <laughs> we are in a true capitalist society. We are fully profiting uh, off your hard labor. So thank you uh, for listening. Thank you for your hard work. Keep working, <laughs> and maybe we'll get a nicer podcast next year. You, know? <laughs> you work hard. Work hard. You you might even get a, a microwave in the kitchen, you know, <laughs> if you're lucky. So we we do a lot of recaps on this pod because, as you can tell, we try to be very reflective. Uh, we try to look at our industry, our own lives. Being self-aware, I think that's important. We, we can't do a reflection pod every freaking month, so that's not what we're turning this into. But I'd really like to focus in on the gratefulness and the familyness of this pod uh, because of you, you listeners, you've reached out, you're, you're hitting us up on Instagram, you're sending us thoughtful comments, thoughtful feedback, thoughtful support. And you, this is why we do it. We've got a nice little community growing and we want to continue to grow that. And you're a key part of this. Like it doesn't really spread by chance. We're not doing any ads. We haven't done any merch. We've done the bare minimum of outreach and yet people are joining in the family and it's because of you reaching out to your friends bringing awareness of what we're doing here to others and we're, we're trying to we, we do this because it's fun <laughs> we enjoy this but it's we're we're hoping that it's useful and an act of service to you that you can gain something from it learn from our failures Oh, all the relate failures, to us man. because we we yeah we lay it out. We're not really hiding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is it. Yeah, no, this is no the real BS. deal. No, no BS. We're we're just happy to have heard from so many of you who resonate with what we're doing, who want to be a part of this. So shout outs to you. You are the first guest on the podcast. Before we talk about some of the other people we've directly brought on, it's you. It's you. You're the first guest. You're the number one guest. You are probably our future guest. So thanks again for listening and keep up the good work. <laughs> it's it's the firm handshake from your um, aggressive uncle at Thanksgiving. Firm good hand, job. No, the firm handshake, but it's good it's job. affirming. Like at, your hand's a little sore afterwards. It's like throbbing. But you're also like, man, he sees me though. He wouldn't squeeze me that hard if he was ignoring me. You know? So we love you. We love you guys. So what I wanted to do is we can just walk, not through a memory lane, but just a shout out to all of our guests. So first up, way back, released July 8th, Matt Bell, the Matt Bell. Matt Bell. Shout out, Matt Bell. So he's been grinding. He's been, he's been releasing an album, or not an album, sorry, a track, an album a month, Jesus. He's been releasing a track a month. He's doing these fun <laughs> videos. And what I like about Matt is, speaking of realness, like he's out there. He says what he believes. He fights for people. He's the ultimate f faking fam member. He reaches mm -hmm. out to everyone. He supports mm -hmm. everyone. He's a go-to person. And particular shout outs with this election, like living in North Carolina, a battleground state, he wasn't afraid to be supportive, but vocal about his beliefs, to have discussions on his uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, I was about to say, you, you, you've been following him on Facebook. Yeah, man. He, you still go on Facebook, bro? I do. I barely like post on it. I, I check it every once in a while. I don't have the app on my phone, uh, but people like Matt Bell keep it. Oh yeah, keep it real. And so, shout out to him for being in the battleground state, not afraid to have a conversation, and also not afraid to tiptoe around his views. Uh, mm -hmm. He's 
he's still supporting people. He's still doing his thing. He's got a lovely family. He's got f- funny, awesome songs he's dropping. So shout outs, Matt Bell. You were number one. We brought you back at a, with a brief Nam appearance one year later. But shout outs to you. Yeah, for real. And and like <clears throat> one thing I also want to say is like he just had Rachel Barton Pine on his podcast, the Rockstar mm. Violinist podcast. So shout out to him and his podcast. Uh, that's incredible, Matt. I'm really, really psyched to see you. Uh, growing and i've honestly listened to his podcast and, and learned about so many amazing string players in this space that you know it, it there's so many people that are doing wonderful things and i love how he highlights people you may not have heard of but are just like some of the most interesting musicians out there bringing to light people i never would have interacted with otherwise so thank you matt till next time we'll catch you at nam 2025 whenever we get out of this hellhole <laughs> shout out so our next guest uh was uh the next episode july 15th 2019 ted bundy <laughs> shout out ted. shout outs ted bundy shout out ted uh you don't look a day over how like how old would he be i don't know 80 not good know. whatever it is man keep your keep your teeth off butts man yeah That's stop buying butts Uh, so ted bundy had a lot of great um (laughs) advice on how to kill your next audition uh so um ted bundy uh (laughs) part of the faking fam um and hopefully he's not part of your family yeah we all have a ted bundy in our family you know we just don't (laughs) talk about it (laughs) happy thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) we know we we won't at you we won't at, at your uncle all right. Um, okay. So our next uh, real guest, Chris Hendricks, dear friend of mine. Uh, since having him on the pod, his cute little little daughter's just growing up. She's adorable. Chris is still just like Matt. And it's funny how close they live to each other in North Carolina. He He's constantly posting about how he can help people. I can't remember. It's one day of the week. He's posting up, how can I help you? How can I connect you with someone? Do you need a job? Do you need help with this? Simple community. It's not a music thing. It's not even like, Hey, can I write you a song or something? It's explicitly like, who needs help? If he knows someone who has like an HVAC company and there's an opening, he posts that out to the rest of his friends. He's really lived a life of service. And selfishly for me, like he's a great singer. He's a great singer and he's still a great lyricist. And so I keep working with him. I worked on a film with him last year, but he, he really pushes through. The family's going along. He's very busy. And yet he's still finding time to help out other people. We just did a short film called Honey Bunny. Mm-hmm. It was one of those like five minute video cap competitions for um, Easter Seals Disability Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And so shout outs, shout outs to Chris. He's still doing the yes. thing. And that was in the title of his episode. Chris Hendricks on the genuine vulnerability and doing the thing. Doing the thing. He's still doing Chris the thing. Chris Hendricks. Next up. So all the way back, August 12th, 2019. Jeremy Jones, ladies and gentlemen. So Jeremy, <laughs> you guys got to go check it out. He's got a pretty like dope commercial dropping. The place that I called home is the name of the song. It's for uh, Human Worldwide. So Jeremy, he comes back. He's We've had him on three times now. Our most embedded faking fam member. And he now has um, my preamp and you have some of my mics. My favorite part about this, why I bring it up, <laughs> is that uh, so when I left LA, folks, I like, had all this like nice music equipment. I knew I wasn't going to use it and I didn't want to bring it. It's not that safe. So I was, I was like, mm-hmm. what if I just like let my friends use my Planted. stuff? So 
and, and you know, you get to watch out for it. It helps me out, and you get to use it. And so these motherfuckers, Drew and Jeremy, have been doing so much doper stuff with this gear than I, I ever could. So, <laughs> like, like it's, Drew's why it's on all these TV shows. Jeremy's recording like Lexus commercials, the preamps, and I'm sitting back. I'm like, oh, I'm Bro. never getting this stuff back. Like, you guys are crushing it. <laughs> when did you leave? Uh, like March. Bro, you do know that your mic got uh, John Legend uh, Grammy nominated, right? That's, I, I mean, I expect a shout out. John Legend walks up there. I can't even, I can't do a John Legend impression. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't just, either. I'm trying to, you know. Nope, nope, nope. But it's just because he's an amazing human. It's like, I'd love to thank my beautiful wife. I'd love to thank uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to thank my publicist. But most of all, I'd like to thank COVID for, <laughs> for making Trevor leave LA and letting his mic be lent to that viola kid. That viola kid. That's without that, there is no Grammy. And I realize it's all won by the violas. That's how you do lending it. out microphones to friends is really the MVP of this project. And so I'd like the engraver to take my name off of this Grammy <laughs> and mail it not to Trevor, but to the Mojave MA200 uh, microphone. So yes, yes, yes. Uh, go buy them. <laughs> but it's so funny, like watching, yeah, you post, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, my gear is finally like being used for something useful. <laughs> so shout outs to Jeremy and you. Um, I'm, I you're didn't doing... mean to make this about me at all. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I meant to make it about, about you. So, But this is about Jeremy. So really quickly, like... You and he blossomed your own independent little friendship, independent of me. And I'm, <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I miss him. I feel like the big bummer besides, you know, the death toil and the shutdown of the entire global health and global economy of COVID was that mm -hmm. I was finally finding my place in LA and like mm -hmm. making friends. And you and you and this podcast is a big part of that to where I felt comfortable being like, hey, Jeremy, like, let's go eat or something like hit it up because you yeah. live so close and like all these other friends i was finally getting out making friends going beyond just me and amy and being stuck in this apartment and then this hits and i'm gone and so it's a big bummer because i could tell like it would um further blossom but like uh jeremy jeremy's album uh, our friendship mm -hmm. might just be a late bloomer so oh, <laughs> oh. 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 all right so shout out to jeremy uh you're part of the fam and we love you Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Bro. So next up, we were busy. Dude, I'm going to see Jeremy on Friday. So I'll see, I'll see you in a couple. Shout I'll see you tomorrow, bro. Mike Tedesco. Yeah, singing Mike. Singing songs, <sighs> dropping albums, doing live streams. I haven't heard from Mike. I think that's the Mike strategy, though. He, you know, he's very mm -hmm. quiet, but mm -hmm. it was a great interview. And he's really opening up because he can only perform so much live. And that's his main revenue income stream. That's his passion is going around performing and singing his songs and so it looks like he's been doing more of live streams dipping his toe into twitch mm -hmm. land releasing albums doing custom songs for folks uh so shout outs shout outs mike mike tedesco so keep it up part of the faking fam one thing that i love about mike has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that he introduced me to no name Ah. Do you know No Name, the uh, the the rapper? No of. No of. Yeah, she's crazy. She's so great. 
she's phenomenal. She's brilliant. And so like, I had never heard of her and he hit me to her and now I've, I've become a really big fan. So thank you, Mike, once again, I appreciate you. Shout out, Mike. We're thankful mm-hmm. for you. The very next episode, wait for it. Bad snacks. I think this is the guest I talk about the most and the one that I admire the most, honestly. Take Hands that, down, Jeremy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Jeremy. Three times. Not bad steak. No, no. Oh no, I feel God. you. Like she's she's a part of the family. You you were able to say the farewells as she is now relocated to Oregon and seems to be very happy. Uh, might mm-hmm. as well. You can't really see people anyways here. She dropped an album. She dropped an album. She got the she got the new album, and she's still producing away. She seems to be. She dropped another EP too. Doing super well throughout all of this, like as as really as best you can. And mm-hmm. her work ethic obviously set her up for this success. <laughs> and her following, very similar to you in a way, made a lot of like tough grinding moves early on that mm-hmm. just so happened to have set you up well to survive the current state of the world through this mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, shout outs to Bad Snack. She gave us the no zero days. I think about it all the time and all its different metaphors, ways, shapes, and forms. And she's just out there doing it. She's claimed her space. She's still great on Twitter. <laughs> I love her on Twitter. It's nice to speak to someone who is a strong voice in her community. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. Also, she made a table. Like She like made her own table, like coffee table. Shout outs. What, what's really great about Jessie is she's also really open. She, she's created her own community. Uh, she she uh, really encourages female producers because there's often, and I think we talked about it in the the episode way back when. Like there there tends to be a little bit of misogyny and a little bit of uh, extra hurdles that sometimes female mm-hmm. producers have to get through. And she's been such a great guide in pushing that movement. And uh, through Jesse, we've had other wonderful, we've met other wonderful guests that we'll talk about in a little bit too. So yeah. shout out Jesse. Jesse is, she's the tip of the spear and she's, you know, mm-hmm. pushing it through that glass ceiling. I wonder what's the metaphor for like production since it's such a stupidly male industry. Um, she's the tip of the, it's not the glass ceiling, it's the glass mix. She, she, she's it's the glass limiter. Much. That's it. It's, <laughs> it's the glass limiter. Like it's like squash in the mix and we need, we don't need the limiter to work that hard. Like let's, let's, let's free up the limiter. Free the limiter. Shout out to Jesse. Next up, we have, no, not Little John, not Elon Musk. Scrolling through list. Speaking of tip of the spear, very similar in a way, Megan Carnes. Talk about another (laughs) pod interaction, pod friendship that has blossomed into future work. So Megan, she's doing well. A lot of the things she was talking about, which were tricky and that she's been pushing for in that episode, she had just finished up her first game. Uh, It's called Interview. interview and it's it's free go out and download it or, or give it give a donation she's got her new game coming up she's been working on it and i think drew can speak somewhat to that game divinuet uh yeah it's a it's a uh i have not played it but the way it was explained to me is that it is a kind of like a, a tarot card divination type game that'll tell your future or or give you um different responses based on certain choices that you create 
And based off of the outcome and the combination of your choices, you get a customized uh, piece that encapsulates the different choices that you've chosen. I played uh, quite a few of the stems on the on the project. So you will hear Drew throughout this, and you know that doesn't really happen without this pod. Why I relate her back to Bad Snacks is because within the gaming community, this indie gaming oh, yeah. indie gaming comp- composer and game audio section she she is also very active on twitter she's hilarious that's her domain she speaks directly about the issues in that industry and has staked her claim shout out to megan um i miss i miss noho so give give noho some love i miss noho (laughs) our very next guest wow we had a bunch of bang 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 back to back backs mindy elichu yeah, the brought to you by the interruption. This <laughs> <laughs> she ruined her pod, so there would be um. We had, oh! I had to I had to like cut three minutes so you could move her car. So no thanks, you know. How can I be thankful now? <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs, Mindy. I, I I love you. I miss you. So this dude is so funny. Like even at that time, like she was like a sister to me, but now, now since we've been living together during quarantine, she's like really my sister. Like actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. It's just funny to hear how our relationship has changed and how it stayed the same. <laughs> and you, you learn how to live with people and grow with people. And um, I adore her. And she's, she's on her way to making some really big moves. I love that. Um, I'm not. She, I'm not going to say anything because I want her to be able to announce it, and I'll definitely put the the full force of my, uh, my like might <laughs> behind it, and to help her get the word out. But uh, she's working on something dope. Shout outs to Mindy, who is now a real sister. <laughs> during real sister. Um, very next, we have Jeremy. We've heaped enough praise on him. Next. J- <laughs> We have on November 25th, 2019, Jenny Yes, Jenny. I was supposed to stay with her when I was going to audition for Minnesota. She's got that cute little dog. Minnesota seems to be one of the more active orchestras. They've made it work. Uh, Hopefully, they'll be able to keep that up. I know it's going to get tough because uh, it's cold there. (laughs) And so things are shifting indoors. She's been making soaps. I think that's the new hobby. If I can. Really? Yeah. She's not selling them. It seems like. She's really taken off. I could see her as a as a great soap maker, but she's Dope. she's still playing. That was an awesome conversation. That was probably one of the first examples of someone who we brought on who I knew of or like went to school with, but had like no interaction with. And so it was really fascinating for me to kind of get introduced to someone. And, you know, after two hours felt like I really knew them and had yeah. great conversations. So we'd, we've we've had multiple instances of that since. But uh, for Jenny's episode, that was a, a like a particular bright spot for me to be able to connect with someone I knew of for five years and then come away with not like some different take, but just a much deeper understanding with someone. I feel like if I went to Minnesota, I could be like, hey, Jenny, teach me how to make soap and let's hang out, get it. I'll buy a drink and we'll hang out <laughs> like, like in, you know, with two hours a year from now, I could still go out and uh, continue a friendship. So. Shoutouts, keep playing. Uh, enjoy Minnesota. 
I feel like Jenny's episode in particular was like a turning point for both of us. I feel like we as interviewers really, cause I remember after we had lunch and we were doing the recap and I was packing up, we were like, that one was different. Like the way we asked questions, the way we kind of got out of the way mm-hmm. was different. Right. Um, and since then, I think we'd really kind of together fallen into this really cool stride in how we interview people. Cause I think before then we were still kind of like, not sure, like you would bring on your friend and then I would bring on my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, for some reason with that particular interview, we both, uh, navigated that in a way that we hadn't before and it felt like something clicked so shout out to jenny for being the facilitator to that that was really remarkable right after that Mm -hmm. december 2nd 2019 Aisha denise yeah i don't even she's she moves around so much i don't even know where she is but wherever she is right now she's making dope looking piano videos (laughs) no she's like she's still crushing it such a such a like drive such a hustler like she can go out there she's got awesome custom fashion custom videos custom this and her fans love her and she's she's great and she really is the epitome of like grind and creativity and she's still going we did a i did a live stream for her so she was doing like this this wild like multiple hours like six hour like live stream uh on instagram and she would have different guests join her live stream to perform. And so she asked me to come through and, and I, I performed uh, my song and performed some other stuff too. So it was like, oh man, am I an artist now? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Aisha. I really appreciate that. I'm just proud of what she's done. She's like following her Instagram. Like, I just know how much work goes into that. And I get exhausted just thinking about the work. And she's doing <laughs> and she's doing it. And she's fostered this family. She's making tours happen. If you want some inspiration, guys, uh go go check her out. Yeah, awesome. Our very next guest, the first guest of 2020, Amy Brown. <laughs> 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 wait amy no way yeah amy amy so we we because she was in the apartment we dragged her on the pod she's doing really well she's been five years at a particular tv show and been quite a year i now see her uh every day just as i always have and now i live <laughs> with her family who i love and adore you'd be surprised how well everyone asks like what's it been like you know living with in-laws you know, your future in-laws for like nine yeah. months are you going crazy i'm like no actually like i couldn't really imagine it going much better than it has the balance the personalities uh-huh. it works out like we've got enough space it's good for the dog we all get along it's fun so you think isolating with your um, future in-laws would be a nightmare but other than us all getting covid it's been pretty awesome this is <laughs> that's the true test if you want to join this family trap you're gonna COVID. give you a debilitated disease <laughs> welcome to the family um this is gonna last the rest of your life but shout outs <laughs> to amy she's doing well amy is so good for you trevor can i just say that amy is so good for you look okay nobody knows amy 
uh, on this podcast, nobody knows her better than you. Okay. So you can definitely speak to that, but I just wanted to, as an outside observer, speak to how, uh, she's been an incredible grounding force for you, it seems, but also an incredible motivating and supportive force. And that's, it's, it's one thing to build something by yourself and have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but it's another thing to have a strong individual who believes in you to have your, and has your back when you do stumble. That's a whole nother level of gratitude. So, um, shout out to Amy. Shout out. She does. She's great at that reality check. Now that you and I are starting all these various business ventures, we're going out to music Mm -hmm. and doing all these other things. It's good to have someone, an outsider's perspective, who's not afraid to ask why, who is this for? Mm-hmm. What is this for? And let alone, you know, it's relationship. Like we're working on conversations on this podcast and I have to still work on my conversations with her. And it's, I think mm-hmm. like something like this podcast has helped, <laughs> helped like, <laughs> being able to practice vo- voicing things and trying to have uh, discussions. And so I wouldn't have been in LA if it not for her. And so we wouldn't, I wouldn't be on this podcast if not for her. So shout outs to Amy. It, this is your fault, this Amy. Is, I blame, I blame you, <laughs> and this is why I'm in your parents' basement recording a podcast <laughs> instead of hanging out with you. So, shout out. podcasting in my in-laws' basement. So we bumped into a lot of people. We had our Nam Survival Guide episode. We interacted, of course, back with Matt Bell. Brought him back on. We spoke to a couple people there. Um, but that was was a fun experience. I was running around. It's chaos. We couldn't that link feels up like with years Jeremy. ago, bro. That feels like years ago. Remember people like in groups? <laughs> Dude, so many people. Dude, the idea of Nam, I think I've traumatically blocked it out of my mind because the idea of being around that many people with a global pandemic going on without us knowing. No. Bro. Ugh. Spooky, man. Bro. Spooky. I didn't even think about that. Weeks. Weeks. It wasn't even, dude, dude, if it had happened weeks later, you and I both could have gotten very sick. You know, that's crazy, man. Ah, but that's something to be thankful for that we got to experience that, right? As annoying as it was. A final send off. A final send off of people. (laughs) bye-bye people and we did it surrounded by (laughs) audio and music nerds so fantastic way our people our people speaking of fantastic nerds february 25th 2020 jessica ryan she's still doing her thing i haven't i haven't uh been able to like keep in touch because we've been busy and she's you know covid so with all the various theater and her projects she seems to be you know continuing really well in the digital space Take me to coffee. The number of, besides the, the Take Me to, to Coffee podcast, but she's worked with so many various profit, for profits and non profits. And I think she's been running the show, uh, literally some shows for all these various organizations. You know, she keeps the hustle. It was fun to have someone on who wasn't within the music space, who's in the performing arts space, in the non profit space, but has a different background. It was a great find, a great conversation. We got to eat delicious pizza. I think after her, we start we started going. We to, started going to that yeah. that that pizza spot <laughs> that right pizza across. Plate. Dude, I don't even know. I'll have to drive up by your place. Cal in the Wall Studios is still there. 
I don't know if that pizza place is still there, bro. It might be. I feel bad for them because they closed down for forever to renovate and had all those issues because they were a very successful company. And then the renovations finished and then this happens. So I it's not a good time to be a, a restaurant. But at least the outdoor space is beautiful and their pizza, that's a normal thing to deliver. So they should be able to do something, but it was a very popular yeah. hangout spot that we frequented with our guests because we take care of our faking fam. You come on the that's pod. That's true. We we take care of you. Well, used to, but now it's just Zoom. So now we don't do take, anything. Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> we we um Uber eats you like you know, McDonald's or something. <laughs> um, and we make but only if the fee is less than three dollars. Damn, come on. I have a dud. What do you think we're made of? Money? I don't know how it works. <laughs> So our very next guest, who needs no introduction, and yet we will provide one, Isabel Hagen. Isabel, yeah, because we went to the same pizza, we went to the same pizza place with her. Same right pizza after. place, yeah. Th- These are good photos. <laughs> so right after and right around her episode, this is, I think this was leading up to it. She shows up and is the last comedic guest on Jimmy Fallon <laughs> before mm-hmm. the shutdown. Talk about mm-hmm. the cutoff. You know, she gets to, you know, have that on the resume, has that awesome experience in her mind. Mm-hmm. If it was one day later, it, it, it'd be a different story. And so it'd we're proud of her. Story. She crushed it. Yeah. She was wearing an awesome, an awesome jacket, great jokes. And now she's, she got the pot. So on that episode, she's talking about having her podcast coming out. Good timing. This Bell Hagen. I remember us discussing what it'd be, what it'd be like and that she'd been working on it. And damn it, it's here. It is here, ladies and gentlemen. It's really good. It's, it's great. a really good podcast. And she's like yeah. 20, 20 plus episodes into it now. And she's still going. It's here to stay. Uh, we love Isabel. Again, very much like Jenny, just not because it's a Juilliard violist who I didn't speak to a lot while at school. It was just fun to connect with someone who I knew of, but just didn't really have any any strong interactions with while at school, but to feel more connected and on a deeper level post that. So check out her pod. She's doing great. She's part of the faking fam. She'll be back on for sure. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. You know, keep keep doing her thing. She's she's thriving and surviving. Uh, with again two two things that have been hit pretty hard: stand up and performing live. And yet she's still making it work. She's making it work because she did do the pivot. Like she she was saying she was going to do the podcast when we when we had our podcast. She was already talking about it. Mm-hmm. And in fact. Uh, right before the shutdown, she came over to my house and we recorded an episode mm-hmm. for the podcast before the whole pandemic thing. So, like, it's it's a testament to really looking at diversifying. Like, I think that this is kind of like what our podcast is all about and the types of guests that we'd love to bring on. Artists, entrepreneurs, people that are finding ways to make sure that their services as artists can be consumed in many different media, in many different ways. Because if you only as a business or as an entrepreneur make money one way, you are vulnerable. That is a risky business. Why would you ever build a risky business? Why would you ever be a risky business as a person? Mm-hmm. Right. So continue to diversify your skills. And that's what Isabel Hagen did. That's why she has been thriving during this pandemic. That's why she will thrive in future crises that are not, you know, there's no question. There will always be another challenge ahead of ahead of you. 
So continue. I love that she's continued to be another example of the faking fam and showing that, you know what, build your skills and you will find ways to keep going. She followed what she loved doing. And I know there was a lot of fear and I'm sure subtle and not so subtle ridicule and questioning of what Mm -hmm. she's doing. Something you can relate to, something I can relate to, Mm -hmm. uh, many of our listeners can relate to, to (laughs) going into the field of music is risky enough and people looks can really question that. And I don't blame them. They should honestly be questioning the crazy shit we do. But also once you're in that field, Everyone within that field, when you try to leave it or do something else or add in some other piece of the pie or do something a little differently, looks at you a little funny, too. They're like, oh, so uh, the music thing didn't work out, did it? They're like, oh, like, why would you? Why would you do this thing? Like, why would you go do stand up for free for years and do this every (sighs) time? And yet, she and like many of our other guests, she really liked it and she -hmm. just went for it anyways. She took some of that fearlessness you need on stage. And just switched it to another medium. And she pursued it. And now she is doing both and has diversified and brings them together uh, mm-hmm. under her, her podcast and her stand-up. And that's mm-hmm. her uniqueness. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got too many comedians. We have too many musicians. We don't have many comedian musicians. Definitely not of yeah. her, her caliber. So like all our yeah. guests and like what we encourage you, do what you want. And if you can bring it back to music, great. If you combine it with music, great. If you want to keep it separate, whatever. Do just do just do stuff. Do your thing. Do it. Do it. Speaking of doing it, who's next? Who's next? Our very next guest is no, not Post Malone, not Tiger King, Ken Kubota. There was there was a big oh. gap, and it was because pandemic. Yeah, and we had to figure out this new format before we brought in other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we went with the OG of digital involvement, Ken Kubota. My my man, like, okay, so Ken has been my emotional support animal throughout this entire <laughs> pandemic. I'll like call him, I'll like FaceTime and be like, Ken, I'm sad. <laughs> and then he would just be my therapist for about two hours. I love it. He's 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 a sagacious man beyond his years. And I mean, we've we've talked about we talked about it in probably our most recent episode um, about how he got the concert artist guild. I know it's with awesome. Empire Wild, yeah. Shout it's out, a real testament. Shout out, man, for real. That's so that's so wonderful. So it's funny because like if you listen to the podcast episode, that did that hadn't happened yet. No, you know. So and if you listen to the way he spoke. It's, and speaks about you know perseverance and consistency and 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 putting in the work and the value and the journey. Like he didn't know it was going to work out for him. He didn't know that there would be a windfall on the other side. But he still had his nose to the grindstone. He knew that something was coming for him. There's always something good coming. So shout out, shout out. It's the law of forward motion, and I think. Me and you've been recently experiencing that to where when you start to put in work, just somehow things start happening. People recognize it. They they start to flock to you doing stuff and the universe provide. Specific to that episode and relating back to uh, the previous comments about Isabel, uh, it's a great example of someone who went out, did something else that would have looked goofy to a traditional, say, to a very traditional classical circle. Doing all these covers, editing all these videos, 
Um, mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of work. Like, why are you doing this? You know, why why aren't you practicing and, and taking orchestral auditions? Where's the money? Where's like, the money? Are, are, like, is this making you money? Yeah, like, what's the end game? I'm like, oh, cool. If it's fun, look at it. He is the kind of the, uh, not necessarily end game because this journey is still very much going, but he's kind of the logical conclusion of what we just talked about with Isabel in that he did this other thing. Uh, it's very related to music, but he brought back that skills, that expertise, that experience, and really merged it in and made his career. And that is now being recognized by said classical institutions that, you know, he quote unquote would have traditionally strayed from. Mm-hmm. Because of what he did, he is getting lots of recognition from Concert Artists Guild, a very conservative, very formally conservative, a very traditional, well-known institution. And he's getting reached out to buy these places, kind of like you with the New York Phil, a very traditional institution. And they're looking out and you're probably receiving more attention than said if you had just stuck with some traditional route. You, you went out, you, you took a risk but you diversified and that the diversity of your actions has paid off. Like that is the unique value proposition, all the other buzzwords we've done. And so Ken Mm. is just another great example of Mm. someone who not left classical music, that's the wrong way, but went out, looked out for more, followed what he wanted to do, and is now getting recognition from said institutions he left. And so big shout out to Ken for pushing through. Proud of you. We're proud of you. We love you. Our first Faking Fam feature, May 26th, 2020. Boutique Paul. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. That was the uh, that was the episode where we were asking him uh, Kevin Kelly quotes, right? <laughs> where we, we, gave our, we gave our Faking Fam homework uh, <laughs> mid-episode. Gonna Go read this thing now. <laughs> So he's got his podcast, Prefer Not to Say, you know, added to, added to the great list of our podcast who heard what we're doing and saying, that can't be hard. I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> These two guys can do it. Shit. It's let me like, start a podcast. Wow. That's fuck. Wow. That was. Ugh, I God, okay. This will be easy. But Boutique Paul, name, not Paul. Special shout outs for being, you know, the most, one of the, the most interactive guests we've had. He's still. Uh, speaks with us he's still he's still a listener and i've loved just seeing him interact and actually have friendships with some of the other faking fam members of people we brought on he's still at it he's still hustling i think he just moved to a new place he's here to stay and he is he's got that matt part. bell energy he's a key part he's of got what that we got matt bell on. energy he's he he loves being like the glue he loves being the um and he's very good at it he's like the uh the tendons of our community. He's like the strong tendons that kind of keep and connect everybody together. I really appreciate you, bro. Which is good. Cause as our pod ages, we really need those tendons. We're going to need <laughs> tendons. <yeah. laughs> Dude, have, has your body been hurting a little oh, bit? Yeah. I, I've been reading all those like post COVID articles and it's yeah. kind of like get into my head. The problem is, is if the symptoms are being tired, kind of being groggy, being lazy and like not feeling great. I'm like, how am I supposed to distinguish that from my everyday life? You mean my personality traits? Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, that's all my, those are all my greatest features. Like, so how that's am I supposed to? That's my Myers-Briggs, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm a T-I-R-E-D. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Great, great. That That's a great punchline, dude. That was dope. I'm trying here. Okay, look, we coming with the comedy today, we're man. Looking. I love it. Dude, we we, we, we got we like got serious pod. talk recently. We gotta we gotta bring it back. Yeah, dude. Uh, it feels like an old pod. It feels like a pod circa late early, early two, 2019, yeah. like circa <laughs> bad snacks. <laughs> circa bad snacks. Speaking of bad snacks and boutique Paul, one and of the people Paul. he most interacted with that i assumed knew each other before we we brought on and was wrong yeah. it turns out the the connection was made through the faking fam internet boyfriend dom dom what a dude dom, dom. What, up? what up dom still fun one of the funniest people on twitter i hope he becomes twitter famous because he's hilarious I it's like eventual it's an eventuality yeah he's putting in the twitter grind he's still dropping like dope tracks he's but come on guys check out his check out his handles Dude's hilarious. No, seriously. And just he, if you if you want a nice giggle, he's got kind of like not an Eric Andre vibe necessarily, but kind of like a a nineties vaporwave humor aesthetic. Uh that kind of reminds me of uh Thundercat a little bit, but oh, not as there we go. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And so he's got some like dope music that kind of falls into that void like mm. you know, songs to sing to your lover songs for your lover mm-hmm. i have a bad memory but i just know that the tracks are dope and dude's hilarious just go give him a follow dom he's he's your he's your real girlfriend's internet boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite episodes where i got to fanboy and someone who i tracked with I tracked their career because they came from my world and are now in the pop world. Johan Linux. Shout outs. That, you know, it's funny, kind of like bad snacks. This one is the one that people say they've gone and listened to. Um, like of my friends, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the one that I wanted to really figure out. And Johan was so open and he was so easy to talk to once we got him warmed up, man. Like he dropped so much fire, so much knowledge. Uh, if you haven't fake your fam gone and listened to the Johan Lennox episode, definitely episode 53 season one finale, it's season one finale. And he, he ended it on a blast. Um, how did you feel about it? I, I was just angry because I had my Bluetooth <laughs> lag and I realized it an hour and, and a half but this is the first example where i knew a lot about someone but they didn't know a lot about me (laughs) (laughs) because i always thought his career was so interesting i just hadn't done a good job of reaching out and like contacting people who didn't you know immediately fall into my inner circle and web which is something i should and want to work on the contemporary classical music composer field it's very small very insular it's there's a lot of love in that community uh it's not all love but we do keep track and tabs on each other and mm-hmm. here was someone who was doing very well as a young composer you know winning mm-hmm. all the awards your ass caps going to yale it's a very good school for classical music you know we're looking we we all know who goes to these schools your juilliard your yales your rices michigan's usc's we're all looking up at these types of people because typically they're cleaning up the awards too. That's a separate problem, uh, which he actually speaks about. <laughs> but so he's he's doing well in this industry. And what does he do? He realizes, and this phrase stuck in my mind from years ago, and I brought it back up in that episode. He's like, well, classical music is such an old person's game. 
it's a very long term project. You you put in a lot of work in years and years and years. And then, you know, it pays off when you're like 50, 60, 70. He loves pop music. Kanye West, my dark twisted fantasy, got to the inspo. And he's like, pop music's a young person's game. We're talking about like risk, reward, business, let alone just like following like dope music. He gets the best of both worlds, which is also the title, title of the episode. <laughs> the titular line. He gets the best of both worlds to where he's, he can thrive in the young pop industry and then bring with him that fame and experience into classical music. He is kind of a, a save from the outside approach. He's bringing his skills, knowledge, uh, and expertise of classical music into pop music to not help that sphere, but to enhance that sphere and to bring his unique contribution. And then he's going to just do the same for classical music when he's older. So big shout outs to him. He's kicking ass. He's on like, he worked on like three different Grammy noms uh, and not like little classical music awards, like big dog shit. And mm-hmm. he's going to keep on going mm-hmm. because he's also real. He interacts with his fans. He's hilarious on Twitter. He's obsessed with roller coasters. I just really like, <laughs> I really like that episode. And since then we've, we've interacted about like plugins and nerdy shit. I'm like, Hey, this plugins on sale. He's like, dope. And it just oh, kind yeah. of, it gave an excuse now for me to, to interact with someone who I knew a lot about. Uh, and I'm excited to see where he goes. I like legit listen to his music. I think it's dope. And- oh, I do too. I love working with him. I love playing. Cause I'll, I'll like, I've worked with him a few times on some of his, uh, digital content. Like I'll, I'll record, viola parts for him and stuff so he's he's like a really fun person to work with also because of him and hopefully future guests yasmin almazidi i'm mm-hmm. one degree of separation from anderson pock now did you see on yasmin's story no. they were in the stew Fuck. um with chris bowers and anderson pop like bro then, chris we can get we can get chris on bro i don't know chris man i'm a, i'm intimidated by chris Dude, he's I'm killing. Intimidated. Yeah, I he's, mean, he wouldn't know me. It. I've spoken to him like two or he three times, know me like briefly, but he wouldn't know me. But yeah. I know people who know him, and same with you. So we can, we can swing it. Dude, I almost sent some risky DMs to Yo Yo Ma and Hillary Hahn, dude. We'll get them on. Weekend. We'll drag them on, dude. I want. I want it anyway. I'm not saying I'm not thankful, but I'm. <laughs> I really would love. To, I'm very thankful for the guests we've had, and we'll continue continue to have but uh, i also want to get i want to be able to ask deeper questions of luminaries of people who have actually like really been in the industry i feel like we're all like just kind of talking to each other trying to figure out what what Mm -hmm. the thing is but what if we actually have somebody who did it who is like we need old people that company (laughs) yeah we need old people dude i want to get some old people on the pot i listen to them all the time yeah I listen to old people on podcasts all the time. <laughs> so I want to actually talk to an old person. Yeah. You know? do, they ex- do they exist? I've never actually done Do they exist? Only on Fox News. Uh, uh, speaking <laughs> of old people and wisdom beyond their years, yeah. John Hong. Oh, yeah. He's John not Hong, an old person at all, but he has the wisdom of one. He is, yeah, he has the wisdom of an old person because he has mm-hmm. read and gained all of their collective knowledge so on july 8th 2020 we brought on i think uh to me he's the link between us Mm. and kind of like what eventually brings us together our dear friend john hong really yeah because that that was the he was one of the 
few people I interacted with specifically, like in your grade. Yeah, he was very he. One thing about John is he's not afraid to say hello. He's oh, not yeah. afraid to talk to you. And like at Sailed Juilliard, me. he was the dude. He was the dude. Like he'd always be talking to somebody. He was the dude handing out pizza at lunch and learns. John knew how to put himself. He always knows how to put himself in the middle of traffic in the best way possible. So everybody knows exactly what he's about. He's the frogger mm. of the music community. <laughs> <laughs> he wins. He wins. He never loses. Yeah. He never loses, man. <laughs> but he seems to be doing really well. He's enjoyed his time in, yeah. in Canada. Canada lucky. God. Yeah. He, w- he really was one of the first I'd say friends at Juilliard. Yeah. Where there was no yeah. musical commitment or whatever. It wasn't, oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, let's work on this piece together. Let's be in this mm-hmm. class. Let's do this thing. None of that. We had no classes together. I, There's no pieces. There was no business to it. It was one of the first uh, and only like kind of just raw friendships um, that kind of blossomed. And it leads me to you. And so whenever weddings happen... You know, you and John are there, so <laughs> yes, uh, you've already, sir. You've already got the out. my my grooms grooms boys, I, bro. I'm I feel I feel the same. It's so funny. We had I was I was reminiscing when you were talking about John and how he he was always there for. Like, you were right. He never really uh, was there to like try to see. Let's just collab. But he was there to just like you want to go get food. That's, like, hey, we ate. you want to come over to my apartment? Yeah. Was it like Catalina Club or I can't remember the cab, cab, cattle. It's the place down in the West Village. I remember I our first out. He, he, yeah, it was him and Josh, uh, mm-hmm. as you as you expect. Of course. Yeah. Maybe I'd have been out of school one year and they were nearing graduation or something. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not even actually, he just reached out like, hey, you know, you want to go out to like eat and, you know, mm-hmm. just. I want to like talk about like what it's been like being out of school or whatever. And like, we're mm-hmm. coming up on that and mm-hmm. we just hung out. And like, I just remember that moment. We, we later then we went there every year, at least while I was in, we were all in New York, um, no. about once a year around that time to that restaurant. So cute. So cute. But <laughs> I just, I, it just, it's, it's embedded in my mind that it was such a non Juilliard thing to have a friend. And everyone's <laughs> and everyone's friendly, but I mean to not so all so many of my friends are tied into business or a- Amy laughs at me all the time because I say it's like I don't have many friends. And that's not as like an insult. I'm like, that's reality. She has tons of friends mm-hmm. because it, it's it's different in our music community in a way. I was like, I have hundreds of colleagues. It's actually that's the better thing. <laughs> colleagues. Like, like I, I refer to my colleagues because we're friends, but we'll work. I don't yeah. until him and then like now. You, for instance, like I finally feel like I'm like gaining these friendships that are beyond mm-hmm. just, you know, being nice and knowing each other and hanging out, but having to do music stuff, work stuff. Like there's no attachment to it. And since we're now monetizing our friendship, Drew, so we've done it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it's, it's getting, it's getting serious. It's getting you know? serious. It's getting, it's getting serious between us. One last thing about just John, um, I really hope he's well. One, he taught me an important lesson, and I don't think he ever really even understood it. But he taught me the lesson of consistency uh, and the value of doing things that you want to do in spite of other what other people think. And that 
was manifested in his Sunday donuts. Yes. I remember I remember he would always go to Dunwell Donuts uh on Montrose down in Brooklyn and he did it for weeks every Sunday. And he would always just say Sunday donuts and he would be by himself but then eventually it only took like 2 or 3 months. But it took 2 or 3 Months yeah. of Sundays of him going by himself or just having one guest every once. It's a lot of calories. People are always like, when's the next one? Can I come through? And it, it became an event in the tiny Juilliard community. It's like, oh, did you ever go get Sunday donuts and chill with John? Because like, that's where we talked about business. That's where we talked about growing. That's where we talked about what we're going to do after school, like what ideas we have. Other um, than Amy, yeah. I could easily say am I in, <laughs> in like high school or whatever. I've been to more restaurants with John and then also Josh <laughs> in the entirety of New York than like, unless I like lived with the person or whatever, because yeah. he, you know, food is community. And we'd sit there and mm-hmm. we would just talk and chill. And those were some, you know, some of my happiest memories because it, mm-hmm. it, it was basically these podcasts over chips and salsa or Himalayan food or Nepalese, yeah, Ma, yeah, Nepalese, yeah, bro. So good. Were you we at were that there. one? Maybe you were. We were you there. were at that one. We I was at there. that one. That was good. yeah. That was so mm-hmm. good. That was so bro. good, bro. Nepalese, Man. shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Nepal. Shout out. Speaking of strange Nepal. ass flag, <laughs> two triangles. Our very next guest, <laughs> yeah, was Dear Evergreen. Wow. Yeah, it was the summer grind. Dear Evergreen, I actually had coffee with her, and she says hi, Trevor. She's she's awesome. I'm proud of her. She's uh, I've been adapting Twitch, Discord, Mm -hmm. putting Mm -hmm. out content, multiple Mm -hmm. artists, and different types of things. Like she's taking on multiple personas. She's hitting that grind, and she's she's doing it. And she's Mm -hmm. finding her community. Found her community. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's growing. And that was a really fun episode, particularly just how, how good she was at getting interviewed or just like how insanely well-spoken. And it wasn't even a kind of like prepared, prepared lines or prepared. There was, there was none of that. You can just tell intuitively she's very understanding of herself and her goals. She's been mm-hmm. working on this mentally for a mm-hmm. long time and how she mm-hmm. speaks about her community, how she speaks mm-hmm. about her art uh, is so open, so vulnerable, but yet so determined and so focused. Mm-hmm. So she's one to watch. And so I'm glad we had her on early. Oh yeah, no, she's great. And I wish I was in LA to, you know, grab coffee with people. She, um, w- what I really enjoy about her is that she is so brilliant at understanding what needs to be done and having a cheerful outlook and optimistic outlook on um, the outcomes mm-hmm. and understanding that it's a journey and that it's learning. Um, I wish I had her as a friend like five years ago. I know. You know what I mean? Like, but we're friends now. So I'm, I'm excited. And she's part of the fam. So uh, I'm excited to see how she continues to grow during this increasing shift in attention and it's going digital. So if you're out there creating digital content, creating digital real estate for your brand like you're doing the right thing right now our next guest after that it's july 30th 2020 
was a particularly special one for me. Jerome Begin, one of my yes. professors at Juilliard, who is also listens it on the pod. <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> wow. He's just awesome. He's a collaboration machine. Uh, I really see a lot of myself in him. He is really the embodiment of a true creative and a wonderful teacher. He's still taking lessons. He's learning tabla. He's going out and doing all this dope shit. Uh, currently, he's standing in line for COVID tests for three hours every day, uh, just trying to Whoa. get tested because it's New York. Everyone's just standing in line trying to get that test. Um, but Drum again, like, yeah, he holds a special place in my heart. And all of the nice uh, comments and platitudes or whatever that I said in that episode were truly from the heart. Uh, we don't bring on people to fluff them up. Not yet. Not yet. We'll let you know. Yet, we'll let yet. you know if it's a fluff piece. We'll yeah, but know. um, yeah, like until until yeah, until the check clears, it's not a fluff piece. Yeah, but <laughs> everything we said is it comes from a real point of honesty, and I was excited to have him on there because my career would not be what it is without Jerome in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to lead by example, and he's still growing. He's still going out. He's making shifts in his career, and all while creating and being. A creative so it was special to me to bring on a mentor and an example onto the pod uh and best of luck to drum he's he's got more more tracks dropping he's the synth king he's a machine synth king it was a great it was a great episode right after that we start to get into business land Woo! and we kicked it off with taylor rossi Mm-hmm. let's go web design how to develop your own web design but also understanding that your branding is more about being an authentic version of yourself and being okay with that and being open with that and expressing that because that's what makes people feel connected to you and will want to eventually buy your services so that was such a great lesson yeah and she, she came up with some very practical pointed advice we got to learn about the positivity club and <laughs> but it was it was nice for us because I'm still in web design process. She's working at NR she's working at NR Media right now and they're doing great things. They're Black Friday sales for website templates. She saw her passion and interest lie in the marketing side of things and in the promotion side of things and she's pursuing it fully. Um she's been great on socials. Uh mm-hmm. If you want some practical advice about building that web website, go listen to that episode and then check her out. Follow her handle. She's always dropping tips. She's very helpful. And so shout outs, Taylor Rossi, part of the Faking Fam. Next up, August 21st, 2020. Sam Walder, CEO of Trolla App. Mm-hmm. So Damn, we've been kind of we've been kind of getting these hot guests, bro. Yeah. Like we've been getting hot guests. All of our guests have been flames, bro. Dude, I love it. All I love it. Well, my favorite part about this episode is that uh, in our <laughs> about us or whatever, we said something along the lines of, you know, we'll bring on titans of industry and anyone who will talk to us. And we finally brought on a titan of an industry. <laughs> and somebody who will talk to us. And someone who will talk to us. <laughs> so Sam Walter, great conversation. He's an incredible dry sense of humor. But <laughs> the reason he's finding success is he's just so mission driven. You can watch interviews and things he said from four years ago about mm-hmm. what he was trying to do uh, with the Trolla app, 
which for those that don't know, it's it's an incredibly affordable, cheap way to learn violin. There's all of these tools, apps, tasks, programs to learn guitar, beginner guitar, beginner piano, and none that like app app focus wise that really tackled violin and string instruments in the way that the Trolla app has done. He saw an mm. opportunity. He himself is a violinist in a in a com- computer programmer, and he just smashed those two together and knew that at the core of his mission it was to create more violinists to to have uh, easier access and to remove the gatekeeping of classical music, particularly with the difficulty of string instruments. So he mm. saw this secret market. He's tackling it, and he still is. And they're doing really well. They're raising lots of money. They're getting lots of users. They're bringing on uh, illustrious guests, such as that viola kid. Um, so, <laughs> so shout outs to Sam. I, I had a conversation with Sam the other day. Uh, we just chopped it up for a good like hour. And uh, he's still consistent on like, the things that he's talking about that he wants to grow. He wants to grow the community. And... Um, I liken him. I don't know if you guys uh, know about Bigger Pockets, but Bigger Pockets is a real estate investment uh, learning brand. Essentially, it's it's nothing but information, nothing but resources, right? And this is what I think every educational medium will eventually evolve into: a huge community of successful people telling their stories. Uh, pretty much a media company. Mm-hmm. An educational media company. Um, and I think that that's where Trolla could possibly evolve into. Um, because I think the only thing that keeps people from persevering in practicing a sh- tough string instrument is the community. If you don't have the community, and if you miss that, even if even though you're learning an instrument in quarantine by yourself, it's not fun if you can't play with other people. Uh, and and Sam recognizes that, and he's making active steps to address that and create something that that will in, further increase the UVP of Trala. And so I'm very happy to, you know, call him a friend and 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 see that there are people that come from our community that mm-hmm. are really making uh, vast strides in in addressing some issues of accessibility in our art form. So shout out to Sam. We had an incredible <laughs> slate of guests, like heavy hitting. Wait for it, our dear friend, Lee Edward Colston II. So that was our um, realist conversation, and we knew it would be so, because Lee... Yeah, no, we knew we were getting into... Lee Lee doesn't fuck around, and we went there. (laughs) We went there, yeah, we follow... Like, I pretty much, anytime anytime someone says the words Philly, like the words Philly come out of their mouth, uh, I just go on Facebook and check what Lee's about to say. And so throughout the, uh, throughout the, you know, the 2020 election results, all eyes mm-hmm. were uh, during the uh, Pennsylvania count, all eyes were on Philly and it was just Philly yeah. meme city. I was like, I gotta, this it's Lee time. He's been trained. It's He's been Lee trained time. for this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so an insane story, perseverance. He's, he's a genius. He's an artist. He's a community organizer an artistic community organizer in a sense and a, a great representation of the Philly spirit. He's fucking out there doing it. He just keeps, he's racking up awards now and it's like, hell yeah, good. He's crushing it on TV shows, season four of Fargo. Uh, his, the, the things he was promoing or uh, speaking to 
about on our episode or he wasn't allowed life, right? to do. Yeah, he wrote for life. life as well. And uh, Tony Goins is on that show. Another yeah. Juilliard friend that we got to get on the pod. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. And so he's, and, but most importantly, he was uh, my sweet mate at Juilliard. So ah. shout outs to sweet <laughs> 2604 room D or whatever. Okay. Uh, but uh, okay. yeah, he's crushing it and he, he he's here to stay. He's a he's a he's a true member of the faking fam, and he's the one of the few reasons I ever check Facebook. So <laughs> thanks to you for keeping me in the addiction. <laughs> to our business sense, uh, and kind of like running with this kind of continued theme, we have a return with Courtney Ruckman. Oh yeah, of course, Courtney is. Uh, she's still. She's still one of my most inspirational friends. Uh, and I'm so happy. I'm so happy we got to at least get her uh, brilliant marketing knowledge and expertise on on wax, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have these conversations. The conversation we had is like every conversation I have with her, which is like a couple <laughs> of times a month. And she is relentless in her ability to understand new platforms understand the trends and where things are going uh she is forever hungry for knowledge and insight so she is a close close friend of mine that i really adore and she's even lighting a fire up under my butt to to make a business move to increase some cash flow so i'm gonna get after that as well it's a nice complimentary episode uh to the taylor rossi uh episode and as well as all the various um, more business focused guests we we bring on, and mm. she, she seems like an awesome person. So check it out. There's a lot, again, a lot of practical advice within that episode. But I'm just happy she's officially within our faking fam circle. Heck yes. Speaking of faking fam, our very next guest, September 30th, 2020, Jackie Carroll. Jackie Carroll. Shout outs. Our second Faking Fam feature. And uh, I really love these types of episodes to interact Mm -hmm. with you, the listeners, the Faking Fam. And so she's been a big follower, a big supporter of what we've done. And I just, I just love, you know, interacting and just finding out, (laughs) you know, most of you are just like us in the sense that you're all pursuing different types of things. It makes sense. You listen to us blab all the time. Uh, and you know, she's gone out, did the classical route, has a lot of experience. She's improvising and she's continually releasing covers in her own way. She has a particular interest in metal. So shout outs. It's, I don't get to meet many metal heads anymore. Um, <laughs> and she's adapting them to her own voice, to her own style and bringing it within the classical world. Um, so shout out to Jackie. We know you're doing well because we follow social media. Keep it up. Keep dropping those those albums, and we'll be checking in. So, this brings us up to Winton Grant. Winton Grant's, ladies and gentlemen, we have Final almost boss. completed uh, Drew's roommate bingo. So uh, we, got <laughs> we were one away. Yeah, dude, I don't. I know Mindy and and. Winton way better than I know Jonathan, but Jonathan's always nice. And yeah. <laughs> he's 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 goofy when I do see him. Um, yeah, man, I really wish 
I wish I could record every single conversation Winston Grant and I have oh because God. every single conversation we have feels like just an epic shift in the in the in the way uh I see the world. And I, I think that this episode was a great personification of the great like tiny little uh microcosm of what it's like to live with him, you know, and to understand I'm and, jealous, and to hear, man. Like, that's all I can bro, say. Bro, I learned so jealous. much. I learned so much. Like I only get I only get like what, what he posts on Twitter. And that's like an insane amount of knowledge for me. <laughs> like I'm Dude, it, direct Twitter. You get a direct line. I get I get direct direct personalized Twitter from a Twitter feed from You see his Grant. um fleets or whatever. What the hell is it called? His fleets? What? Fleeks or whatever the, the new Twitter fleets. story or what what was it? Uh fleets. fleets. Yeah, yeah. A fleet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> You like you see live fleets like every day for for when, but this was our most oh anticipated God. guest because we've yeah. been talking about doing this for years, and in Winton fashion, dudes hustling, dudes busy. So literally, mm-hmm. probably one of the easiest guests from a technical standpoint to bring on was the hardest to schedule, and also had the most technical issues. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's but see the 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 value is insane was worth it. Like, I hope that everybody listened to what he said about the house hack. That is the move. If you are renting and you plan on staying in that city for at least 10 years, I would recommend you don't throw your money away uh, to rent. You know, it's it's better to build an asset, you know, especially if you're, uh, you know, you're working a lot and, 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 you could eventually eliminate your housing expense. That's so crazy. Yeah. Which is a huge expense. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're it's in the city the top three. and it's just averaging out, say you're living with several people, it's a thousand bucks. That's $12,000 that could be in your pocket or going towards a future asset. But beyond just house hack, um, he's the financial machine. He's incredible. Uh, what I like about him besides his commitment, uh, to understanding the world of finance and to thriving is he's so open about his process too. And I think that's uh, helped in what he's done and that he's shared it with a lot of people and it's, it's directly influenced my life. A lot of the episodes before the Wenton Grant episode, uh, we kind of had like a three to four part series of me and you talking about finances, calendars, schedules, routines, all these like very businessy things. And so he's like a nice cap and bow to the end of that because he's just very far along in this journey. He, he's still, he lives well below his means. He's creating a new business every day. Uh, and he's, he's a true inspiration. So I'm just jealous that you share a wall with him, but I'm happy that he's in my life. And I'm very uh, sorry. Thankful. When, I'm thankful sorry for all the, to know when. So <laughs> I'm thankful too, man. He is an incredible, incredible human being. Um, shout and, out to John Hong too for I wouldn't yes, have known for, about for him. introducing yeah I wouldn't, wouldn't have known never, about him yeah John yeah, Hong, so. yeah dude so it all go look everything it comes goes back, back to John, to John. Hong. <laughs> it all goes back to John in um, the beginning the thing the thing that most people don't know about Winton Grant is the depth of his integrity um and that's something that we often take for granted and we often don't 
expect of people. But even unbeknownst to him, I've witnessed him in multiple occasions, even if he was making a mistake, him owning up to it and making making up for it um, in a graceful way and, and in a way that he is so responsible for the actions that he does, the good and the bad, that there's no wonder he's successful. That's the type of way you need to live your life. You need to be responsible for your actions. And the moment you become accountable and responsible for your actions uh, and take that self-audit, you can really change a lot about your life. And he's a living example of that. They say, you know, you are who the, like the five people you're closest with uh, mm -hmm. and everyone wants win as part of those five. Yeah. I won't win yep. as part of those yep. five. Yeah, get you a win in your friend I want group, man. Some, I don't want even, I don't <laughs> want to win replica. I want like Lee Winton as part yeah. of my top five. Yeah, man. Um, just because of well, get what he your does. ass back over here, Dude, bro, man. man I, I miss you. It's like, damn it. Oh, I could be hanging out. But <laughs> everyone, I mean, you got to check it out. Follow him on Twitter. He, like, I I now follow him closely. I follow the people he's been following. I'm like learning mm -hmm. all these adulting advice things that I should have been doing, but I'm now implementing. And already, stocks are treating me well. So that doesn't happen without Winton uh, and some of his tips. And so a brief little preview. So next week. Talk to me. Yeah. Uh, next week, you'll, uh, Faking Fam. Um, our most recent guest, you'll, you're going to love this one, Julia Choi, mm. a first violinist oh, yeah. in the Met. Great performer, yeah. great classmate. Oh, you're going to yeah. dig this episode. We won't give away too many little spoiler alerts, but she's dope. She worked insanely hard um, <laughs> and went through the real grind, not just like a life at Juilliard, but taking the long road between Juilliard and the Met. She realized her, her passions. She realized what she wanted to do. She actualized it. And just like with Winton in finance, Julia's done that within classical music to, to really work and persevere. She talks about how it wasn't easy for her musically. It's, it, it didn't necessarily come like naturally. And we saw that. We saw the grind. We saw the hours devoted uh, into practicing, into building the musical skills it takes to get to the Met and she did it to get to Juilliard. She did it to get to the Met. And now that she's there, she's also adapting. She's got a podcast. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. go interviewing other uh, members of the Met. Um, again, most importantly, she was uh, my ear training TA. So um, she has to put that somewhere on the, on the resume, but we're happy to have her on. And I think you're really going to like this episode to see someone who's really made it within the classical music industry. Who's gone to, just like Ken and a lot of our other guests who's received, you know, success within the classical music field at its highest levels, but yet is still adapting, still open, still learning new things, still trying out new things. And so mm -hmm. it's it's a real inspiration and a great episode. I you said everything, dude. I really admire her and and I was thankful for her um her vulnerability. Mm -hmm. and, and sharing like her anxieties during those times. See, it's so funny when you like get into the matter, if you get into Juilliard or if you, you know, get 120,000 followers on, on a platform, it's, it's easy for people to just see like, of course you did it. 
look, you did it. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's the process of doing it. It's the every day of like making that mistake or making that silly, silly goof. Um, the, the constant failure, the constant having to pick yourself up, pick yourself up afterward that we don't talk about. And although we didn't, um, really get into any deep or, or specific, uh, uh, examples from her life, uh, the way she talked about her story was, it, it was saturated with that understanding that you don't get here without sacrifice, blood, sweat, and tears. So, uh, and then to even on the other side of that, reach the apex and still realize you have more to grow, more to learn and more, more, more to go is like really humbling. And I think an incredible lesson for everybody, regardless of industry. Last but not least, special thanks to you, Drew. We've now oh. run through all our guests, but the one guest who's consistently here, in fact, every episode uh, <laughs> is you. And so I'm like beyond thankful uh, looking at that list, just you know, kind of like going through the time machine of gratefulness for all the people I've interacted yeah. with. None of those conversations happen without you in this podcast. Um, so for that, I'm incredibly grateful for. I'm excited for where it's going to go. Uh, I We now have a larger faking fam uh, to celebrate on this mm. Thanksgiving. And mm. so, you know, shout outs to you. Shout outs yeah. to you. Thank you, Trevor. No, And, and honestly, everybody, I, I've joked about it in the past, but it's true. Uh, I want to be express my deep gratitude for the executive producer of the show, Trevor Bumgarner, he, he edits the show. Um, he organizes, uh, the, the sound uh, exchange with the guests. Um, while I see, I seemingly just kind of like run around and yell about my podcast on many different <laughs> platforms. Like, Hey, come listen to my podcast. And I'll get a listener to like, we have this really cool, uh, well-oiled machine that like, it's so funny. It plays to both of our strengths. And um, we're continuing as we are growing in our understanding of business and understanding of markets and how to grow this. I love that we still have conversations about how we can improve, how we can grow this uh, because it's, it's hard to find a partnership where people are uh, as giving as you are. So I really appreciate you. Thanks, man. And I, I'm, course, I'm excited bro. to see where this is going. And a big part of that is of course, again, our favorite guest, the faking fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the number one guest. That's you. You're listening. Yeah. You've made it this far. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like I had a time speaking with you, Drew, on this podcast has just been an absolute pleasure. It keeps going. It feels effortless uh, because it is. Um, like it's, you know, who'd have thought if someone had said, even though we knew, we knew this would happen, we knew we'd still be around, but mm -hmm. that it's like, hey, you're going to have unscripted, 120 hours of conversation actually it's probably more i don't I have to check the it's it, yeah dude. no no yeah if almost yeah if we're we're over 70 and almost everything's hovered around close to two hours like we're blazing mm. past uh like 120 hours of conversations unscripted and yet we still have plenty more to talk about we still like each other like come on you know <laughs> yeah. i text you i text you at like what like one in the morning yeah. saying like, 
Dan Carlin just came out with a new episode. Yeah, yeah we're Supernova nerding out in the east. <laughs> or, or it's like two a.m. and Drew's just like, "I'm worried about the ocean, man." Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, dude, this I, I want to kind of end on this, dude. There's a there's a robotics company called Amp Robotics, I think, mm-hmm. that is building an AI learning uh, or has built an AI learning uh, recycling sorting machine that can differentiate between a Coke and a Pepsi bottle. Whoa. I can barely differentiate between a Coke and a Pepsi bottle. Dude, we're, we're going to start throwing AI at trash, man. I, I love it. I can I throw love my mixtape I think that's the future. see if it would differentiate. <laughs> Go figure that out for me, AI. You're smarter than me. So shout outs to AI. Shout outs yeah, to you, shout listener. Out. Shout, shout outs to you, listeners. To us. Shout outs to our guest. Thanks all around. Thank you. It's a true pleasure. Thankful. And look forward to next week's episode. Yes. With Julia Choi. We Oof. do. We've got a lot of exciting guests coming up. We won't promote them just quite yet, but um, I'm excited for the next 120 hours of conversation. Oof. Dude, it takes 10,000. So we have, we have plenty of road ahead of us. Oh my God. Everyone, stay safe. Uh, if you're with yes. your families, great. You know, give them a hug, send them our love. Uh, if you're not with your family, mm-hmm. We're sending you our love and giving you hugs. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your turkey or your vofurkey or whatever uh, meat or non-meat you are uh, embracing during this time. Eat the mac and cheese. <laughs> eat the mashed potatoes. And try to take a break. We know it's been um, <clears throat> quite a few couple months, a couple years, a couple lives. You know, sit back. We're grateful for you. I hope you can remember the things you're grateful for. We'll catch you on the flippity flip. Yes. Yes, indeed. Take care, everybody. Oh. Oh, 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 oh,